Are nobody smiling this morning? Are you all happy this morning? Praise the Lord. You want a happy church? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bible this morning to three scriptures. And one is 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and the ninth verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and the ninth verse. Somebody read it for me, please. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Everybody say, God is faithful. God is faithful. Look at two, three people and just be, you know, assured of yourself. And just to assure you and to agree with two, three people and say, God is faithful. God is faithful. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Look to, you know, you, you have to think yourself. I need to look to a God who is faithful. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11 and the 11th verse. Hebrews chapter 11 and the 11th verse. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Amen. She judged him faithful who has promised. Amen. Hallelujah. One more scripture. 1 John chapter 1 and the 9th verse. Some, one of the scriptures that I want the entire church to buy hearted. If there is no scripture that you have not by heart in this year, by heart this year, have not by heart, listen to this scripture. You need to go home, take the scripture, memorize it, put it in your heart, meditate on it, and, and, and teach other people. Amen. Yes. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. What is scripture? If you confess your sins to the Lord, He who is just and He who is faithful to forgive all your sin and to purify you from all unrighteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want to title this word this morning, God is faithful. God is faithful. How many of you believe that God is faithful? Amen. My Bible says even in your unfaithfulness, God is faithful. Praise the Lord. Even while you are sitting here, keep rehearsing this in your mind. God is faithful. I am here because God is faithful. Some of you can boldly say, I've been following the Lord for 15 years. You're able to say that because behind that, there was a God who was faithful. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you say, I started this year with a lot of challenges, but I am still sitting here because God is faithful. Some of you say, I had challenges at home, challenges at work, challenges in my health, challenges in my finances, challenges in my personal life, challenges in my mind, challenges with my relationship. But I've gone through the water, I've gone through the storm because God is faithful. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some of you say, I've born in a fatherless house. My father was rude. Father was absent. Father was rude. Father was hard. Uh, angry man. But I'm still sitting here. Hallelujah. With a loving heart. Because God is faithful. Praise the Lord. The doctor said you have a cancer. The doctor said you are a tumor. The doctor said you will not go through this year. But you are still sitting here with a healthy body. Because God is faithful. Praise the Lord. You have come, hallelujah, from a family which is not much known. Which has not a history of good people. Not a history of holy people. Not a history of uh, functional people. But still you are sitting here as a functional boy, as a functional girl, as a functional man, as a functional woman. Because God is a faithful God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Some of you say, when I came to this church, I did not like the church. I did not like the pastor. I did not like the worship. But here am I sitting in the front, worshiping the Lord, lifting our hands, ministering to the Lord, going for intercessions, because my God is faithful. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
when i entered into marriage i never thought i will hallelujah go through this marriage for one year but it's been 8 years it's been 9 years it's been 15 years it's been 25 years i'm still hallelujah have children hallelujah i'm still in my marriage hallelujah because god is faithful amen somebody here sitting here hallelujah say like joseph Everybody who I loved betrayed me, put me into the pit. Everybody written me off. Everybody said he will never come high in life. Hallelujah. But here I'm sitting with a job, sitting with a degree, sitting with a ministry, sitting here with an anointing. Because my God, what the devil intended for the harm, God paid for the good. He is faithful and he will do it. Praise the Lord. God, through the apostle Paul, looked at Philippians church and said, the very good work that he has started in you. He is faithful. Amen. I'm confident in a God who is, he is faithful to complete it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Here is a scripture in 1 John 1 9 where it says, If you confess your sins to the Lord, He was just and faithful to forgive all your sin and purify you from all unrighteousness. I am not telling you this to have, always to have a sin conscience every time you get up, says, Have I sinned? Have I sinned? Have I sinned? I'm not giving you that scripture to have that conscious. But what I'm giving you this conscious is there is forgiveness through the blood of Jesus Christ. If you fall, if you fall, that there is always a free grace, a free access through his grace and through his blood to enter immediately without guilt or shame. And this blood, hallelujah, will cleanse you and purify you so that you don't have to return back to that sin anymore. Praise the Lord. He's faithful to cleanse you if you would confess it, honest with God, and give your sins to Him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He will enable you to walk as the righteousness of God. Amen. Ephesians 4 and the 23rd verse says, God has imputed into a righteousness which will lead you into holiness. When you know that God has imputed not by your works through His grace, when you receive Jesus Christ as your only Lord and Savior, when you chose to leave the world, the devil and the Satan, and chose to believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, turn your mind from a devil, your father, and chose Jesus, and chose God the Father through Jesus, and turned to his light and to his gospel. He imputed a righteousness through faith. Hallelujah. Not by your works, but by your grace. Amen. But that righteousness that received by grace will not lead you into sin. It will lead you into holiness. Amen. The fruit of that righteousness is a holy life. Without holiness, nobody can see God. It is a holy living unto God. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. In the olden days when people would hear scriptures, Philippians 2, 13 and 14, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, they would get scared. There are so many pastors who would not preach that scripture because the congregation doesn't like. But I'm telling you, God has saved you. You have it out Amen. with fear and trembling. Amen. God has given you the gift of salvation. Amen. Not to live like any way you want. Not to think like any way you want to think. Not to have a reckless life. Hallelujah. After Saturday and Sunday. No. That has been given to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God has given you the salvation. God has given you the grace. God has given you the salvation to work it out. So some people say, how will I work it out? I can't do it. The more that I work it out, the more that I fall. The more that I fall, the more that I feel condemned. The more that I feel condemned, I say, Christian life is not for me. That is why after that scripture it is said, it is God who works in you to his will and to his good pleasure. When you surrender your life to Jesus, to live holy unto God, to set apart unto God, to walk in the abundance of God, chose to enjoy this Christian walk. God said, you don't need to do it. I will work. What I work, you work out. Praise the Lord. What I work in, God, you can work it out. It's simple. Karthavam in the in the Kriya. So many people come to church with a hard heart. 
Praise the Lord. So many people sometimes, they don't come to church because they can't be perfect unto God. They want to sit unto the Lord and they want to prepare and they want the heart to be so perfect. And then they will come to church. This is the house of Father. This is the Father's house. Whether you're strong or weak, you have to come before the Father as you are. And even if you're strong or weak, you still need the Lord to work in you. Hallelujah. You need the Father to work in you to His will and to His good pleasure. And He is faithful and He will do it. Praise the Lord. Jude chapter 1 and the 19th verse. If anybody does not know where Jude is, it's easy to remember. It is just before the final book of the Bible, before Revelation. There is how many chapters of Jude? One chapter. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Glory to God. My Petra, I'm proud of Petra Church. Feeling a proud. So praise God. Hallelujah. At least you're like Ezekiel. You didn't know it, but you didn't say it out. Praise God. Praise God. Jude chapter 1 and the 19th verse. What does it say? These are sensual persons ah. who cause divisions, not having the spirit. Ah. These people create divisions, are merely natural, sensual, not having the spirit. In other words, you cannot have the imputed righteousness into you. And you say, hey, I can't walk this Christian walk. I'm sensual. I, I can live the way I want. I, I, I fall, keep falling, and will never get up. No, if you have the Holy Spirit within you, and he has imputed righteousness and grace into you, you will not live a life sensuous, causing divisions, causing envy every day of your life. You might have a weak moment. Just because you had a weak moment does not make you weak because of the Holy Spirit and the anointing reside of you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When he said that, he was in the weakest of places. Every day you are in the weakest of place. Hallelujah. The reality and the beauty of Christian walk is I like what Pastor Raju said in the wedding. He said to understand that without Christ, I can do nothing. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is the reality. Without Christ, I can do nothing. Amen. 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 So, Bible says if you confess, He is faithful to go deep inside of you, purify you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. There are two types of sin in the Bible. There are different names to the sin, but at least I take you two, three words in Hebrew. The number one word is iniquity. Iniquity in the Bible is the inward inclination of sin. You are not what you do outward, but what is happening in your mind. Sometimes you say, I have not done that act of sin, but you're sinning inside. It's an inward inclination to sin. Given opportunity, you would sin. Praise the Lord. Give you Las Vegas, million dollar of money, and send you for the gospel work, you and I know what will happen. Praise the Lord. Given an opportunity, and an environment for that opportunity, you will dance to the world. Praise the Lord. So, that is what the iniquity Iniquity is an inner inclination. Inside, you are not angry outside, but you are burning inside. Certain people's face, you come, face and all will be fire. Not the Holy Ghost fire, anger fire. <laughs> Praise God. I know there are certain people, under the anointing when I stand, you know, especially the religious crowd, I go under the anointing. I don't know why people will look at you. I, I, I said, oh, is it a problem? Then I understood. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. Praise God. See, it's gnashing. He's showing the influence. He's showing what his father is doing there. Who is his father? John 8.44. Joe Sangal's favorite word. Then everybody knows. Devil, your father. <laughs> Before you came to the Lord, now God is your father. 
Praise God. That is why you are not chewing your teeth to me. You are all showing your nice smile to me. But there are certain people who are angry. Not outwardly, but inside. Outwardly, not rebellious. Give a hug and all that. But when you hug, if you are a person who knows how to discern, you know the heart is not connecting. Hug is only with the hand, not the heart. Outwardly, you have not committed adultery. But inside, you know, there are so many bad flirting thoughts that is going inside. It's an inner inclination. Praise God. One man of God came to my pastor and he said, Pastor, I have made a mess of my life. I am a pastor of the church, but I've sinned. I've fallen, Pastor. And I don't think that my life will be worth anymore. He came to the guild and pastor was praying and thinking what he will do with this man of God. And the Lord said, tell him. Tell him that he might have fallen many times. He has that struggle many times. But he says, the Lord is going to touch him again. Hallelujah. One drop of blood is going to touch him again. I'm going to restore that ministry back to you. Restore God's love for you. Ignite you. Don't, know to be, don't allow the devil to push you down. I'm going to lift you up. This morning, that's what I'm saying. There might be things that have gone in, going inside. There might be things that have fallen. But the blood of Jesus can cleanse you Amen. and put you back in life. Amen. Amen. That is the second word. Transgression. Outward action. Transgression is outward action. You find the word trespass, crossing the boundary. It's no longer inward. You are doing it outwardly. You are angry. Anger plus one slap. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You're flirting. Flirting with sin. Pornography. And you're feeling terrible after that. You don't know how to come out of it. Praise God. Especially teenagers here. Hallelujah. Cultivate a relationship with your parents, with your pastor. Don't become transparent about your struggle. Go and speak to them. Hallelujah. Ask them to pray over you. Ask them to teach you to walk in the grace of God. Because you don't need to allow that evil, hallelujah, shame, or the evil grip of sin to control your life and make you, hallelujah, praise God, full of guilt and shame. You can come out of it. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. When I stepped into the city of Bangalore, I understood the power of sin that was holding a young generation. I myself were young at the age of 20. I had a vision that the young generation of this city rising up. Holding the fire of the gospel of Jesus Christ. 30, 17 years later, I was praying today. I had the same burden and same passion and same fire. I said, Lord. You showed me and the Lord said, I showed you years back. I'm going to raise up a young generation. Not only in this city, not only in the cities, but the nations of the world with the fire of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Lord will not allow this generation to pass away without taking over nations for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So this transgression. Hallelujah. It's gone from your thought into the heart and now it's become into action. But the Bible says if you have fallen, He's faithful to forgive you and to cleanse you. Don't hold it. You holding the poison, it will kill you. Praise the Lord. You release the poison out of your life. Hallelujah. Through the blood of Jesus. Amen. Isaiah 53. And the fifth verse, if you have a Bible, is another scripture. I want you to buy heart. If you know the scripture, sickness will not touch your life. By heart the scripture. And say, Lord, this is the scripture that I am putting into the door of my heart from any sickness any dengue, any, any, any malaria, any cancer, 
any, any, any migraine, uh, any kind of arthritis, any kind yeah. of collar pain, stiff neckness, any kind of generational curse will not enter into my life because this is the scripture that protects my body, protects my heart, protects my life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. What is the scripture? But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. He was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we were healed. Amen. Praise the Lord. He was wounded. Wound speaks about an outward injury. Amen. The Bible says Jesus blood has been shed for your outward issues. Amen. Whatever you have done it in action. Outward issues. You can see it on you. You can see the wound. But his blood has shed. For your outward issues. The outward wounds. Amen. And bruised for your iniquities. So for your transgressions. Wounded. Bruised. Jesus was shed his blood from deep within. Because your iniquity was deep within. So Jesus was bruised for iniquity. His blood has gone deeper. Jesus was beaten deeper. Jesus shed his blood from the inward parts. So that your inward part will too be free. Come on church. Come on church. Come on church. Amen. If you are not free inside, devil is the winner of your life. Ah, come on. If you can't be free to listen to the word for one and a half hours, devil is the winner. If you are not free to apply the blood, let me tell you, Christianity without the blood is a mere religion without the power of God. Christianity without the religion belongs to Antichrist. Christianity without the blood of Jesus is Christianity without the power of resurrection. Praise the Lord. I remember the old story. A priest mother had a coconut tree. Coconuts used to grow in her house. And she said to the padre, she said to the father, Father, every day, you know, when I was, when I'm sleeping, you know, Steve come and steal the coconuts out of our, our house. There's no more coconuts in my farm and in our house. And the priest said, every day you apply the blood upon that coconut. Upon the protection upon that coconut, upon your, upon your farm. And so this mother started applying the blood every day over a farm, over a coconut. And next month the father called and said, Mama, is the thief still there? She said, no. Thief has left. Thief is not touching our coconuts anymore. But the problem is, the thief is getting into my neighbor's house and taking the coconuts from there. Hallelujah. What am I trying to tell? The blood is supplied even on the coconut. The devil will not touch. Praise the Lord. Then how much more your body which is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Spirit of God dwells in you. How much more your body, which is, hallelujah, bought through the blood of the Lamb. Jesus said, you are bought with a price, not of your own. Hallelujah. So glorify Jesus through this body. Every time you know that you are purchased through the blood, you will glorify the Lord through this body. Hallelujah. I said, Lord, I want to smile every day. I said, Lord, I want to express my style through these lips. I said, Lord, I want to, because this lips, this expression, this laughter, I did not get it for free. My Jesus paid a price. He purchased and given me the smile. So I chose to smile every day. I chose to smile through my storms. I chose to smile through, hallelujah, my pressures and my calamities. And I said, Lord, I want a smiling church. I want a laughing church. Amidst every pressure. Hallelujah. A smiling. Foul spirits will leave if you know how to laugh. Praise the Lord. 
joy of the Lord is my strength. Kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. There is fullness of joy in His presence. Eternal pleasures, life forevermore. Joy inexpressible and full of glory. And even the Bible says, if you are persecuted for the kingdom of God, jump for joy. (laughs) Come on. Image greatest pressure, what will you do? People will tell you, you are mad. There are critics. Don't bother about the critics. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. One thing that you need to learn as a young boy and a girl who is walking your Christian life from a young days, don't bother about the critic. Hallelujah. David's wife said, oh, is this the way you worship? Praise the Lord. He said, it is your father, not my father-in-law who brought me here. It is Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. I will do this even do more. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Job's wife said, curse God and die. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, the Bible scholars believe Job's wife left him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Job's wife thought, let me teach Job a lesson. If he doesn't curse God, I will leave him and go. Every time you try to teach a lesson to a worshiper, God will teach the one who wanted to teach many lessons. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don't challenge a worshiper. Because God will teach the one who challenges many lessons. Ah, Praise the Lord. Abednego, Meshach and Shardak said, We will not bow before any idol. Praise the Lord. We will not bow before any idol. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Live or die, I belong to Jesus. We will not bow before any idol. And Nebuchadnezzar said, for that reason, hallelujah, praise, let me see what your God can do. I am the king. And they said, for this we don't need to answer. Praise the Lord. The Lord will answer. We are in a generation. Your worship is being challenged. Amen. The time to worship is being challenged. Hallelujah. Let me not. The Petra church. Hallelujah. Who comes? Hallelujah. The more you worship. Praise the Lord. The more miracles you will follow. The more you bow down before Jesus. The more will devil will leave. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes, we are healed. So many people are tired of the church, tired to reading the word, tired of living a family life, tired to pray, tired to fast, tired to open the Bible. How many of you at least have an open Bible in front of you? You're so tired. So many people in the Western countries are so used to taking Ephesians and uh, Timothy and John and uh, uh, Genesis in the mobile. If you tell them suddenly to open a Bible, they don't know where Timothy is and where Genesis is. Come on, church. Open your Bible. Hallelujah. Jesus, Peter said, where can we go? For this word has the words of eternal life. This morning, he is faithful to cleanse you inwardly and set you. Your inward life, set your life in motion to move into an eternal plan and purpose. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 11. That's my scripture, but to get into that scripture, I had to, Lord had to. By faith, everybody take that scripture. Hebrews 11 and 11. Oh, Rabbah, Samharada, Rabbah, Sikhere. Hebrews 11 and 11. By faith, Sarah received strength. Yes. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because 
She judged him faithful. She judged him faithful who have given other promises. Amen. Everybody says she judged him faithful. He is a faithful God. Sarah was one of the women which is spoken in a chapter which is speaking full of men. It is mostly a chapter which is speaking of men of faith. And here comes a woman, hallelujah, suddenly appearing forth. Amen. The first woman, I think, in Hebrews 11, coming and popping her head by faith. Ah, come on. Hallelujah. Good news for women, church, this morning. Hallelujah. Why does Sarah's name pop? 1 Peter chapter 3 and the 6th verse. 1 Peter chapter 3. As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Amen. Let's uh, all the men, let's give a moment for women for some time. Look at two, three people and say, you are Sarah's daughters. Come on. I know you are somebody else's, but spiritually, biblically, you are Sarah's daughters. Give a, give a time. Hallelujah. Praise God. All the men, look at that side and say, you are Sarah's daughter. Of what? Come on, with confidence. Look at them and say, you are Sarah's daughter. What is it? Say, put your finger. You are Sarah's daughter. At least pastor's anointing. I lost the cup. You are Sarah's daughter. Ah, praise God. Hallelujah. Whose daughters you are, you do not say Esther's daughter. You do not say Deborah's daughter. It says Sarah's daughter. Why? Because Sarah was the only or the one of the first women in the Bible whose youth was renewed like that of an eagle. Hallelujah. Amen. Sarah's youth was renewed at her old age. Just like, you know, like I said last week, if you are living a life older than your age, then it is a demonic activity. If you are looking and acting and living older than your age, all young people, you need your youth to be renewed. Anyways, old age should not affect your life. Hallelujah. Bible says you will bear fruit even in your old age. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you young people keep confessing that at the old age you will become younger and younger. Amen. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not just bluffing. I'm just telling you the truth. Amen. Open your mouth and say it. She is the woman whose youth was renewed by faith. Even at her older age. And today your youth is going to be renewed. Hallelujah. Amen. How was it renewed? Genesis 18.11. Genesis 18.11. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Sarah was past age. They were advanced in age. Past the age. How many of you know growing old can be scary? The first few years of your life, till you get your license and, you know, till you become independent in your decision, it is good. But you start touching your 30s and then get into your 40s. The more you get older, it becomes a little scary. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. God, this morning, wants you to be free from the fear of old age. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So many today's generation, even they have old age, what is the use of raising up all these children? They will have to see us dying. Don't think like that. There is a fear of old age. You are called to raise up godly children Amen. for the next generation. Amen. Praise God. Some people... They are scared. When they become old, they become ugly. They will have sickness and ailments on their body. Why do you believe that? Say, I will not have it. Praise the Lord. You don't believe it. Say, it's not me. It's not me. Why are you not saying it? Say, it's not me. My mother, when I stepped out for the Lord, 
And she has understood that I stepped out in the wrong place. She didn't want me to step out in Bangalore because I'm the only son. One of the things that she would tell me, what will happen? I become old, I become sick. Who will look after me? I would correct her. I said, don't say that. I said, I will look after you. But don't say that because I'm going to become sick. Who is there for me? I said, you will not become sick. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We have to pray that I will grow old in the will of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will grow old in the will of God. Hallelujah. She was a woman who youth was received. When you look at read 18 chapter of Genesis, you see Jesus in the Old Testament coming with two angels and visiting this woman, Sarah. And something happened there. And that's what we are going to see. Because in the 20th chapter, when you look at the king, Abimelech was a young king. He looked at Sarah, Amachi. And she's, the Bible says, he had a desire for her. He wanted to marry her. This grandma, this Amachi, he wants to marry. Now, he was an unbeliever king. He was not a spiritual king. He was an earthly king. He was not looking at the inward beauty. Praise the Lord. Like our spiritual brothers do. But he was looking at the outward beauty. At the outward beauty. And said, oh my God. She is so hot. <laughs> Praise God. I want to marry her. Why? Because something happened in the 18th chapter which renewed her youthfulness. What was the secret? Let's read the secret. 1 Peter chapter 3 and the 4th verse. Let's read that. Let's read that. But let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible ornament of a gentle and quiet spirit which is very precious in the sight of God. Did you read that? Let it be the hidden man of the heart that in it which is not corruptible. Even the ornament of the meek and the quiet spirit which is in the sight of God, great price. For after this manner in the old time, the holy women also who trusted in God Adorn themselves being in subjection unto their own husbands. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you with me, church? Amen. If you read from third verse, who's adorning, let it not be outward adorning or planting the hair and of wearing of gold or putting up an apparel. Some people take the scriptures and say you should not wear gold. Whose adorning is not that of outward adorning or plating the hair and of wearing of gold and putting on apparel. So they say, you should not wear gold. I'm not telling you to wear gold or not to wear gold. But if that is the logical answer to the scripture, you should not wear clothes also. <laughs> it's the same scripture which says, <laughs> let it be not adorn yourself with the apparel or the wearing of gold. So anyway... Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The way we have to get into the real thing. Trusted in God. Subjection to your own husbands. And calling him what? Idiot. Lord. The hidden man of the heart. Which is very precious. Quiet and gentle. Where is God looking? In the hidden part. Looking at your heart, are you gentle inside? Are you quiet inside? Are you kind inside? gentle? Not what you show on a Sunday. Are you gentle inside? Are you gentle to your husband, to your wife? To other relationship, are you quiet? Are you at rest? Amen. God is looking there. 
Praise the Lord. That's all that Christianity is, my brother. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Marmam. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not the outward show. It is what is happening in the hidden person of your heart. Who are you at home? Who are you inside? I truly believe Ecclesiastes 3. 11, everybody confess it. In his time, he makes all things beautiful. How many of you believe that? But that is only the half of the scripture. When you continue to read the scripture, it says, who has put there is eternity in your hearts. Oh, pastor, I didn't see that. Just show it. Somebody said, I didn't see that. Just show it. Ecclesiastes 3.11 scripture. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts. Except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. He has put eternity in your hearts. So what is happening in the inside of you? What is the quality of your heart? You can quote the scripture if you believe that you are concerned about how you live in the sight of eternity. You can quote the scripture if you believe truly that your inside is guarded in the sight of eternity. Every day you are thinking that I have to stand before God one day and to give an account of what I did this in body, whether good or whether bad. And if you are living, keeping that thought in mind, the Lord is saying, I will tell you, I will do something. I will take hold of your timing of your life. And I'll make beautiful everything in its time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today, everybody is claiming and confessing every scripture they know. You have to know the context to confess certain scriptures. Otherwise, the devil will con you. Context. Otherwise, devil will C-O-N. Con. No text. Con you. Praise the Lord. Sarah, in her, when you read Genesis chapter 18, Bible says, Sarah called him Lord. What do you call your husbands? Praise the Lord. Don't tell me. See, Sarah was not always like that. The word Sarah comes from the word Sarai or Sarai, which means argumentative, contentious, dominating. In Hebrew, picture, where Sarah's name is written, Sarai. In Hebrew, everything is in picture. Sarah's Sarai's picture has got a hook. She has a controlling spirit, a hook. She's the boss. There's a movie in Malayalam called S-Boss and in Hindi called S-Boss. Abraham was that. He was the Shah Rukh Khan in this movie. Sarah said, go sleep with my maid Hagar. Yes, boss. It was very easy for him to say that, but... (laughs) He was an S-boss man. She was a lady... Of this generation. Who lived in that generation. (laughs) Today's lady, if you tell them to be submissive. Be practical, pastor. So, after understanding about Sarah, I have peace now. She was this lady. Today's ladies in that generation. She said, no chance. But something happened to her. She was never submissive. She was controlling, overpowering, dominating. But something happened. God first changed her name into Sarah. Princess. 
first thing whatever god does he gives you an identity praise a confidence he says princess you are god will never hallelujah do anything without giving you an assurance of his love you are princess you are princess some of you need to look at your life and say i am a princess i by faith looked at petra church and said petra church is the princess of god hallelujah sarah anointing over petra church they are the princess praise the lord hallelujah princess princess don't look at your life and say i'm ugly i'm terrible i'm good for nothing i'm useless and then you i expect the husbands to change that you are already said what you are but tell your husband i'm a princess i'm your princess man i'm your princess god said i'm a princess she started seeing herself as a princess amen some of you need to take that scripture say nan deva paidala hallelujah nan sarai ela seraya ഞാൻ എല്ലാത്തിനെയും കൺട്രോൾ ചെയ്യാൻ നോക്കുന്നവളല്ല എവിടെ സമാധാനം കൊണ്ടിരുന്നവളാ and as god was speaking something happened read genesis 18 10 and 11 brother if you have a bible or look at that very clearly and he said i will certainly return to you according to the time of life and behold sarah your wife shall have a son and sarah was listening in the tent door which was behind him now abraham and sarah were old well advanced in age and sarah had passed the age of childbearing See Sarah was listening this inside the tent she was not there she was listening this from the outside that's why it's called eve's popping and not adam's popping she was listening Jesus in the old testament is speaking to Abraham with two angels and Sarah's ears like some of our ladies their antennas and in the 11th verse she did something powerful i don't know whether you read that what did she say therefore sarah laughed within herself ah. saying after i have grown old shall i have pleasure my lord being old also mm. and the lord said to abraham why did sarah laugh saying shall i surely oh, pritham slowly now abraham sarah was stricken and crushed and there was sarah laughed with him saying after him walks back stole shall i have pleasure my lord being old also come on see till that time she was stubborn she was arrogant controlling somewhere god started working with indian god is looking what's happening she didn't say it with a mouth lord but she's saying in her heart a hidden heart lord what will the lord abraham my lord will he find pleasure god is not looking what you're saying outside what's happening inside what you're saying inside he's looking at your hidden man she's saying in her heart lord the secret of youthfulness is what happens in your heart not outside hallelujah the moment a heart started changing she started becoming another person her she started renewing her youth hallelujah she started becoming beautiful my brother there is a different energy a different strength a different anointing a different power a different grace a different favor a different grace and power that will flow within you to the outside when you are changed inside The Bible says she laughed where within herself if you are old and you can laugh it's the grace of god she laughed even at her old age where people usually become cranky and irritating she is laughing 
from within. It's a grace. Not rigid and tensed. And, oh, all this while I didn't get a baby. Now, where am I going to get a baby? All this while I've tried a test. Oh, marriage has not happened. Where will I get a boy? You will become more old. Just laugh. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes. The Lord is at my right hand. He shall not be shaken. Yes. This year. Hallelujah. Amen. My deliverance will come. Yes. She's not laughing with him. Amen. How many of you want to be laughed? I have to pray through, fast through, but no joy. Out of tension, fasting. Out of tension, praying. No, fasting and praying is the result of the spirit of joy. Come on, church. Never in a spirit of compulsion or fear. Suddenly something happening against you. Oh, repent, repent, repent. Oh, I, oh, I sorry, Lord, I didn't come to church. Sorry, Lord. Oh, oh, that person, you, I, I know that I have bitterness. Oh, forgive, forgive, forgive. Tomorrow's doctor's report, no cancer, cancer. When the doctor reports come, all these prayers you have forgotten. Because you did not pray it with joy. You did not surrender it with joy. Hallelujah. What's happening within? She laughed inside. What a grace. Sometimes people are outwardly calling pastor, but inside you know, hmm, pastor. Plaster of Paris. <laughs> I have a great shepherd, German shepherd. <laughs> Sometimes homes, children outside they respect the parents, inside. Hmm, main switch. Father's pet names, main switch. Hmm, director. Hmm, producer. All father's pet names. Inside, no respect. Marriage outside, everywhere, bye, bye. Oh, honey. <laughs> Something happened within her. She started laughing. Ah, God is working in her. Her inside is changing. She's laughing within her. And suddenly, being the boss, she's calling Abraham the boss. Come on. And says, Will I have pleasure with my Lord? Come on church. See the shift. Every blessing begins in submission. Amen. You know somebody is going to be blessed when you see the fruit of submission working within them. Come on church. Hallelujah. Are you with me church? Hallelujah. Sometimes you look at a man called Demas in the Bible. The Bible says he never continued in the blessing of ministry. Why? Bible says Demas left Paul. But before outwardly he left him, Demas inwardly left in his heart. Went away. Because if you minister with people like Paul, you will not give name or fame or anything. So Demas was quite upset. He wanted name and fame and make money he left the ministry, he left Paul he went after the present world the Bible, original translation says he deserted him abandoning, that word Greek means abandoning, left in a condition to be alone let me teach Paul a lesson, let me tell, teach him how ministry is without me he left him in dire circumstances a faulty move he faltered don't try to teach anybody a lesson. God is faithful and giving you a ministry. Timothy said, it is your responsibility 
to minister in your strength and in your calling, you have to make those sacrifices and do it. If you don't want to be a man like Demas who left ministry and pastor and leave from your calling and go and live in ministry in the, in the present world, let me tell you two things you need to understand. One is God will never leave you nor forsake you. Number two, Hebrews 10.25 says, not forsaking the assembling of saints. Always come to church. is the best place under heaven to be there. This is God's, hallelujah, portal to bless your life. God blesses the main portal. Hallelujah. The avenue through which God blesses His people is the church of the living God. When two or three are gathered in my name, that I'm there in the midst of them. The more time that you come to church, the more, hallelujah, the devil will be, hallelujah, away from your life. Every blessing starts in submission. Submission. Submit to God's word. What will happen? You will get the strength to resist the devil. You will have an anointing where the devil will flee from you. Oh, come on. Submission is always good. The Lord works inside. He gives you supernatural grace this morning and let Him work inside this morning. Amos 3.12 says, Amos 3.12 The lack of time, you can go home and read. He says, just as the shepherd saves one ear and two legs from the mouth of the lion, God has saved Israel from the mouth of the lion and from the corner of the bed and from the couch. Samaria from the couch. This is what he's saying. What happened to this sheep? His one ear is with the lion. One ear now struggling to come and listen to the word. Today you are giving me one ear, but where is the other ear? Tomorrow, is it with the lion? So other ear, lion, the devil is speaking to you. This year, the Lord is trying to speak. So what does the Bible is saying? The shepherd is coming now. Ah, praise God. At least one year. If you at least give him one year, he will take the other year also. Praise God. But something you have to do, you have to give two legs. You have to come to church. Two legs and one year. You have to run and come to church. The prodigal son came walking. She left the pigsty and started walking towards the father's house. You have to start walking. Corner of the bed. Israel Where is the place? Corner of the bed. Anytime. My wife doesn't sleep if both my children are on the corner of the bed. She will be holding both of them. She started holding them when they were two years. He is seven years now. I tell her, Dipti Joseph will not fall. But she says, no, he will fall. How much more? Our Father in heaven is concerned. You staying at the corner of the bed. Come on, church. He is waking up. He neither slumbers nor sleeps. The guardian of Israel. The Lord is our guardian. He's saying, my son shall not sleep. He is in the corner of the bed. Let him take him. That's why submit to God. This is the devil. He will flee. And I'm stopping with this. Verse 14 and 15. One, one thing Sarah had to do, one thing, was 14 and 15, 18 chapter. Stopping with. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Two things. At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life. Everybody said time of life. Time of life. 
appointed time i will give you a blessing your promise at the time of life the hebrew word means having the time of your life if you have the time of your life i will return yeah praise if you sit there depressed and complain nobody likes me pastor likes me yeah yeah kartha varthilla sit there have the time of your life enjoy the lord enjoy the church enjoy your spouse i was glad when they said to me enjoy the church come to the house of the law there's fullness of joy in the presence of the law life and enjoy the ministry don't come here with fear and complain and compulsion enjoy the law if you have the time of your life you are in turn setting your promise a time either today or tomorrow the promise will fill your life ah raba sambara da rabanasya lobara da ramana shambala da ruda ramanasya rabadi yojarada ramanasya hallelujah god wants you to enjoy your life not with anxiety or fear every miracle and blessing come when you have the time of your life when you take the decision hallelujah so we do have a time of your life when you go to work oh another monday ah god can bless you oh ministry so much bad warfare ah god can bless your ministry i have to come for practice stay back after the church god can bless you god can anoint you I said to her today I'm going to come and enjoy my ministry. Enjoy my preaching. Enjoy worshiping the Lord. That's why I took myself in worship a little time. I said I'm going to take my you know Lord said come son take the worship for some time. Enjoy me. I said I'm going to enjoy him. Hallelujah. Don't say oh everyone is having a veil of a time. I don't have anything. Don't say that. You will always stay with nothing. Praise the Lord. Say joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Don't say everything is uphill, unfair, mountain. You always stay like that. You will never see your high place. You want rest in marriage? Enjoy your spouse. Don't live a day if you are married not unmarried people close your ears for 2 minutes. If you are married never go a day without hugging your husband or your wife if you want good babies have the time of your life only for married people especially what is the joy in marriage hallelujah somebody said it looks like i am married it looks like i married a nun because she has none of me in the morning and none of me in the night you know the son is telling the father it looks like they married a nun it looks like there are none of her in the morning and none of her in the night so the father was very concerned and he said son let's have a chat you come home I will tell the mother superior that you are coming home. <laughs> Some of your people please enjoy your spouse. Otherwise why did you get married? Hallelujah. There will be always something in every marriage that is not right. Every marriage. But we have to work it together. enjoy each other and your breakthrough your laughter your isaac will fill your life hallelujah if you believe lift your hands praise him for some time and say lord i make a decision this morning enjoy i'm going to have a time of my life when enjoy my marriage when enjoy my children when enjoy my ministry when enjoy my spa hallelujah hallelujah 
Results will come. Sarah is asking, Will I have pleasure with my Lord? Yes, results will come when you start enjoying. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at two people and say, Enjoy your life. Bible says, She judged in her mind. She judged him faithful. She judged him faithful. God is faithful. This morning, as you come in prayer, see the most important time is the beginning and the end. How you worshiped in the mo- before the word, how you're going to worship after the word. It's the most important. So, as you're going to worship and respond to your heart, don't be bottled up. Don't look at yourself and say, Oh, I am faithless. Don't look at you. Look at God who is faithful. Focus on Jesus who is faithful till the end. Don't look at your unfaithfulness. He will work in you. He will change you. But look to God. Look to Jesus. Your breakthrough will come. Holy Spirit will work in you. Amen. Holy Spirit is the Bible says is the oil of gladness. Hebrews 1 speaks about he's an oil of gladness. So come to the house of God with this attitude of joy then the oil of gladness will take over you. Jesus was a man of sorrow on the cross, but otherwise he was a man of gladness. Little children would come to him. Amen. So this is way to have a quiet spirit, a gentle spirit, enjoying. And God will renew your youth. Amen. If you have this attitude, God will renew your youth. Hallelujah. Like that of an eagle, he will renew you. Let's close our eyes this morning. Sarah, who judged him faithful this morning. Hallelujah. She surrendered, just like Sarah. Surrender your heart, surrender your life to Jesus. Your inward life, your inward man. She started laughing. She started laughing. She received the grace. A supernatural strength. I will cheat you. God renewed our youth. Don't make your problem so big that you can't laugh. When you start laughing, you will see your problem too small for Jesus. You have the freedom to laugh at it. Because you are saying God is faithful. Hallelujah. Rudabala Jaradara Varashi. Epichur de Pratiche, Katave, 